Hey, hey you, is this thing on? What is up, y'all? I'm Nene, and if you're tuned in right now, you are tuned in for the craziest, I don't know how many the hell ever minutes um, of your evening or morning or whenever you listen to to this podcast. Um, if you're listening to it while you're taking a shit, I'm wishing you the smoothest, uh, lucrative shit, healthiest shit that you could possibly have. Um, so let's just sit back, let's just relax, and let's just get into these vibes, okay? Okay. What is going on, my people? It's your girl, Nene No Leaks, and I'm back with another mother flipping podcast. And you know what? I have a message today. Okay, I have something to say today. Hello, goodbye, hanging up. Guess what? If you miserable, can you please take your miserable ass on somewhere and have a seat? Several. Take your miserable ass on, please. Because you fucking up the energy, the good energy, for the rest of us. Yes, you are. By being miserable. So we're going to talk about some miserable points today. Okay? Shout out to lifehack.org. You can find these points that I'm getting ready to hit on on their website today. Oh, yes. See, they're going to explain it to you the white, I mean, the right way i'm going to explain it to you the real way but if you need a little bit of clarification um then you can go visit www.lifehack.org for more information about today's topic and subject okay because we have to be better we have to do better misery love company Okay, but you won't get no motherfucking company from me. You will be lonely as fuck trying to be miserable around me. So listen and listen the fuck up. Okay, so on this website, it has some really, you know, key points. It has a lot of great key points on how to figure out if you are miserable. Um, now trust me, I've been all up and down this daggone website. You understand? And I've read pretty much every article on there. So I'm going to do my best not to plagiarize what I have read. We are just going to talk about the realness, things that I have been through, things that I did actually read. And we're going to, you know, basically just talk, we're just going to commentate on the key points that they said. So I am putting that as a disclaimer out there. Okay. Let's get started. The first thing that they said, signs of a miserable person, They're never thankful for anything. And let me tell you how I can relate to that. So you can't just be out here like, you paid your rent, but you broke. Right? Are you upset or are you thankful that you at least paid your damn rent? And it's not the fact of you being disappointed that, damn, I just paid my rent and I ain't got no money to do what I want to do. It's just the fact of just being so fucking negative with it like oh my god i just paid my rent we all paid our fucking rent we all tried to actually no we didn't all pay our rent there's some people who's behind there's some people who ain't have no damn money or no job or whatever the case may be so when you replace those negative uh thoughts with something positive you'd be a lot more thankful for the small things you had in thus you're never thankful for anything anyway 
We've all been around somebody who's always fucking unappreciative, never going through good, always unthankful, always ungrateful. Like, damn, you alive. You can't come. You know that person. You go like, how's it going? Well, my back is eight. My bra too tight. My booty shape from the left to the right. Hey, you know? I mean, damn, is there anything good going on? You breathing? You COVID free? Show ungrateful ass. The website also says that miserable people may lead an unadventurous life. Now, now, okay, I can say that's very much true. Miserable people have no adventure in their lives. But sometimes that's just not the case. You know what I mean? I understand that, you know, that concept. But I feel like some miserable people are very adventurous. But on their adventures, they find the adventure of loneliness. And they ass is lonely as fuck. They might take lavish vacations or trips and then they're by themselves because they were too busy shitting on all their friends who couldn't afford to go or some shit like that. And they lonely. They, they, they go on an adventure, but they're not really having fun because they're too busy trying to connect with the outside world by posting pictures of where they're at. So all miserable people to me don't lead an adventurous life. I may not lead an adventurous life. Um, I mean, an unadventurous life. I'm sorry. Because I feel like adventure, it, everyone tries to enjoy themselves a little bit. Whether, um, but going on an adventure to me is more like an excursion of some sort. Something outside of your normal, what you do. Going on an adventure, if I like to read books, going on an adventure for me is not going up into my room and sitting down and reading a book. It's not going, it's not an adventure for me because that's just a piece of what I enjoy to do. Whereas for some people going on an adventure is like, Hey, I'm getting ready to get this book. I'm going upstairs. I'm getting my glass of wine. And when I read this author, you know what I mean? I'm just there. I'm traveling. I'm in these places. I'm in another world. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Okay. But one thing about that, that was something that I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, because People who are miserable lead unadventurous lives and people who are not miserable leave unadventurous lives. It's just the personality. It's the person. You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to go right into the next one. And it says that they live in and glorify the past. Miserable people live in and they glorify the past. Like, okay, back in 92, you was hot, but you not right now. It's 2021. You know what I mean? Stop trying to bring up what you done when somebody bringing up what they doing. <laughs> Hello. And I'm going to end that. That's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Stop bringing up what you have done when somebody is bringing up what they are currently doing. So miserable ass. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Y'all, it says miserable, pe miserable people love to pick fights. Now it just says love. But when my black ass eyes, the way I read it, I read miserable people love, 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 love to pick fights because they do because they're angry. They're angry. So everything you say disrupts their feelings. Everything is, is you're, you're like that punching bag. You know, I'm mad. You be mad. Everybody around me going to be mad. I don't give a fuck. People who are miserable love to pick fights because they're, they're, they're fighting with themselves. And when you fight, you get tired of fighting with yourself. So it's, it's, you want to fight with somebody else. Is it right? No. Does it happen? Yes. 
Some people pick fights to get attention. Some people pick fights to be heard. Some people pick fights because they feel like that's the only time they get a, the type of arousal or interaction out of a person. I don't necessarily feel like, me personally, I don't necessarily feel like a person who picks fights is deemed as miserable. But a person who constantly, like pack.org, y'all need to put constantly in there. Constantly pick fights, okay, because we're all human. Understand that we're human. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to pick fights. You're going to not say the right thing. You're not going to run the right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about a miserable motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? So if you're constantly picking the fights, constantly, all day, every day, 24, you're miserable as fuck. You picking a fight at work. You picking a fight at home. You picking a fight at school. You picking a fight at the church. You picking a fight at, at, at your grandma house. You picking a fight at your, your daddy house, your mama house, your sister house, your brother house, your cousin house. You picking a fight everywhere you fucking go. You're miserable as fuck. I said what I said. The website also says they blame others and play victim. <laughs> it's a human trait, not necessarily the trait of a miserable person. Um, it's always nice to blame someone else. It's always nice for it not to be your fault. But when it comes to you, most of the time it is your fault because you have no one else to blame but yourself. It all comes back to self because those decisions are on what self. And some people play the blame game and like to blame others because they refuse to see how wrong they are. Playing the victim is literally a refusal of an apology. Hello. Because you refuse to take part in anything you have said or done in whatever situation it is. So you want to be crying or upset or mad or the victim to avoid apologizing for your behavior in whatever situation it is. You play the blame game. You blame your mama. You blame your daddy. You blame your wife. You blame your husband. You blame your grandparent. You blame the pastor. You blame the doctor. You blame God. Hello. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> We're going to leave that. A really good one that resonates with me, but on so many different levels for so many different people and reasons is the fact that it says miserable people almost always think others' intentions towards them are most likely dishonorable. That's a human, that's a trust thing for me. Um, that's, that's a trust thing for me. You understand what I'm saying? It's not really the, the signs of being miserable, but once again, once, let's change the verbiage. The verbiage is they almost constantly Okay, they constantly and consistently think that people's intentions towards them are dishonorable. At this person, at this point, I feel like you're miserable because you want somebody to fuck you over. You know that 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 thing we we love to say, "I wish a motherfucker would." Why? Why? Why you wish they would? Why? Why? Why do we wish? Why? Why? That's something we all been growing up. We all have said it. Come on, if you say you ain't never said, "I wish a motherfucker would," you your miserable ass is the main reason you. I'm making this fucking podcast to say you ain't never said you wish a motherfucker would. And some of you white people listening down said, "I wish a nigga would." Some of us black people said, "I wish a nigga would." So don't 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 act like you don't say that. Okay, we have all been guilty and we've all said that. But why do we say that? I wish a a motherfucker would. Why? Why do we wish that shit? 
Because are you thinking your subconscious thoughts that this person is out to get me and be dishonorable? Is it because you're out to get somebody and be dishonorable? Is it because you would never move with the positive intentions that this person is moving with? Is it because you can't phantom the, the idea of niceness because that's not something that you would normally do? That's a trust issue. And when it's constant, it is a form of misery. Because that's a miserable ass feeling for anybody. For for it, it's hurtful for a motherfucker to want to help somebody, and then you always got to damn defend helping them up. Hell no! Look, I'm trying to get you five dollars. Okay, I'm just using that as an example. Okay, but yeah, if I'm trying to constantly, if you always talking about, hey, I ain't got no money to eat. I don't got no money to eat. I don't got no money to eat. And then I see you and I say, here's five dollars to eat. You say. Well, I would take this, but I'm not because when I ask people for stuff, it's always some bullshit to come. Bitch, shut the fuck up and take the five dollars. It's your miserable ass. Do you want to eat or not? Do you want to eat or not? Miserable as fuck. Now, this next one, I am going to read word for word, okay, from lifehack.org because I feel like this explanate this. This was explained perfectly and it was very much summed up. Are you guys ready? Vamanos. Okay. Highly miserable people. Okay. This is, this is the life hack nine. They give themselves a negative identity and they live in it. Okay. Highly miserable people let their perceived emotional problem absorb their very core. For example, if they suffered from anxiety, depression, grief, or so of some sort, they define them as a person. They also try to make everyone know exactly what's wrong with them. They make this the focus of their life, talking about it constantly and bringing it up at every opportunity. Hello, goodbye, good night. Couldn't have said it any better myself. The website also says they get involved in others' drama. That, to me, is not just a sign of a miserable person. I feel like that's life. That's human nature. Um, we all love drama because we watch reality television. Well, majority of the world watches reality television in some show. Everything on TV is reality television, if you think about it, okay? You can say, I don't watch those housewives, but you watch the news. Or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't watch this. I watch my fishing shows. Uh, them damn fishermen out there on Big Salt and shit, they be arguing and stuff. So I don't care. You know, they be shooting gators. Shoot them, shoot them. Shout out to my honey. So anyway, it says they get involved in others' drama. Okay, well, let's read what they say. It says they are the center point of all the drama in lives and of others. This includes family and community dramas. That's a lot of fucking drama to be in, okay? Let's just put that out there. Family and they say community. Community? Ugh. Okay, they want to be the person that people will turn to to share their miserableness with and to help carry the drama to new levels, exaggerating situations and consoling others with their own stories about how life has dealt them a cruel hand. Hello, goodbye. Now let me tell you something. Something I'm guilty of is that right there. I don't tell people stories while they're telling me theirs. I let you live in the moment. But sometimes you have to catch yourself. I have I have been known to come in like, listen, you know, we've all been dealt our fair share of bullshit. In my eyes, I'm looking at it as me trying to tell you we all got bullshit. That sob story, I don't give a fuck about it because I got one too. 
It's no excuse, baby. Get your shit together. I've been touched, molested. I have been sexually assaulted. I have been through things. I have been jumped. I have been beat up. I have done, I have had a lot of shit happen to me too. But God has brought me through and he could bring it to you. Sometimes you used to your friends saying, it's okay, baby. You gon' do it. No, 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 no. Hello, not Nene. Not Nene, no leaks. We here to get up out of that. We here to grow. We here to learn. We here to be accountable. What got me through is being held accountable for all my mistakes, everything I've been through in life, and all the bullshit I have been dealt. So, yes, it's a human nature. It's not, I'm not miserable at all. But that is something that I can call out on myself and say, just in case I have any listeners who I'm sure I do know me personally, okay? I'm not going to be the pot calling the kettle black. But I'm talking about you ain't got to have a story to compare. Like, damn, I'm just going through it. Well, you know what? I've been going through it too. Shit, I got to do this and that. Okay, boom. Damn, my damn big toenail broke. Damn, you know when my big toenail broke? I had did this. Oh, damn, I need a, need a new black pillow. So I got black pillows and my black pillows. Then when I had to get them, that's the kind of shit miserable people do. It's like, God damn. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Miserable. Miserable as fuck so apparently miserable people always expect the worst and this is true we know that you can't expect the worst and always pray for the best you can't be like oh my gosh I pray that things get better and then as soon as you finish and you say amen you're like ain't shit gonna change now that is counterproductiveness on a whole new level, okay? You cannot always expect the worst in life and hope for the best. That That is that is stupid, okay? Do you understand how dumb that sounds? I want you to listen to what I just said. I want to expect for bad things to happen to me, but I pray and hope that they don't. What kind of shit is that? Think about it. You pray for the best. You hope for the best. You prepare for the worst. Prepare. Preparation, right? Have a backup plan. Have a just in case. And if you, it's not done and complete, if things fall apart, if they shall fall apart, okay? Things are more, things will fall apart quicker when you're expecting it to because that's what you're preparing for, right? So if you prepare for greatness, it's gonna what? Be great. And if it's not, can't nobody ever say shit to you. You can't even, you can't even beat yourself up because at least you took the initiative and you jumped out there and tried it. The number one thing in business and life and anything you do is to get out there and get in front of it. What do you think famous people when they have PR agents and, and this and that, they say, let's get in front of this. They never say, let's get behind it. They say, let's get in front of this, right? When you get behind something, it's already set in motion. You understand what I'm saying? No, let's get in front of this. So when you're always expecting the damn worst, all you're doing is getting behind the affirmation that you put in your dumbass mind at this part to say, and I'm saying dumb, yes, because that is a dumb thought for you to think that the worst every time. This is, hey, hey, I've been gone for a minute. Now I'm back at the jump off. Ah, goons in the club case, something jump off. Shout out to little Kim, because I'm back, baby. You wanted the podcast. You wanted the realness. I'm going to give it to you. If you can't handle the heat, stay the fuck out my kitchen. Because we cooking and we ain't vegan over here, baby. Straight up pork rinds. <laughs> Cast all. 
don't expect the worst, baby. Because that's what the fuck you going to get. Yo, the fact that miserable people legit only focus on themselves is like so true. And they focus on themselves and they do believe that nobody else's issues or their struggles is or are as bad as theirs. You feel like a unicorn. I love that. I love that the term unicorn. I say it all the time. I love the term unicorn because it could be good or bad, but it's a unicorn for me is unique. So it's how I describe a person's feelings without trying to discredit their feelings or the fact that they are something special. So instead of me saying, yeah, you just like everybody else, I'm like that unicorn. You know what I mean? Because yes, we all have been through things, but it's somebody who's been through something worse. And you can't in your misery feel like nobody's story is as bad as yours because that's not fair. And that's selfish because then in your misery, you actually put that person you're communicating with or whatever the case may be. You're putting them in the mind frame of trying to think of a time when they were as hurt as you are right now. And what are you doing by doing that? <clears throat> we bring it back up old feelings, pain. We're self-inflicting like, like we're not healing each other. Sometimes we want to be there for any and everybody that we care about. And it's hard because it be, it becomes a burden because you do have to take on those energies. And sometimes you have to relive certain moments to bring yourself down to that level to feel for them. You understand what I'm saying? So being a miserable person, you know, it, it wears off on the people around you because your focus is solely on you. You're not thinking, damn, I'm so fucked up. I'm so miserable. You know what I'm saying? Damn, look at what I might be putting my loved one through. Look what I might be putting my mother through. Look what I might be putting my husband through or my wife through or my family through, my friend through, my job through. Whatever the case may be, that shit wears off on everybody around you. And that's also all those people fault too, because you have to be the one. Now we're talking to the people who listening for other people or think that they're listening for other people, but you're really listening for yourself. You have to put that wall up to say, hey, cut off. And it's not to cut off because I don't love you. I'm cutting you off so you can get yourself together because that is spilling over over here. And I don't know how to help you no more because you too focused on you to try to fix yourself. You focused on all the negative attributes of yourself so the focus being only on themselves definitely hits different in different ways for different people you understand miserable miserable as fuck so the last thing that the site talks about um is how miserable people are envious of other people's success. And also, that's just, hater. Hey, I feel like that's just more so, that doesn't necessarily have to be just a miserable person, but yes, that is a form of misery, okay? Because y'all so fucking miserable, you know, you won't outright say that 
It says here, and I'm going to read this word for word. It says, miserable people won't outright say they are envious of other people's successes. What they will do, however, is put down other people's achievements and successes by pointing out the negatives or downplaying the news. So the other person's excitement is immediately deflated. When someone is happy, a highly miserable person will point out all that could possibly go wrong in great detail, not in detail, but in great detail, right? If you feel as though you have some or all of the traits of a miserable person, now is the time to change. So you could be happier, cheerful, and more successful person. Because let me tell you something, successful people are not as miserable as you think. You have your miserable days, yes. But you should never inflict your misery upon others. That is wrong. It is a sin. It is not right. Just because you hate yourself, you don't like the way your life is going, don't mean that you need to make others miserable around you. It means you need to change something about yourself so that you can be happy because the goal is so everyone can be happy. You ain't going to be happy all the time. Ain't nobody promised that you was going to be happy all the time. But can you be happy most of the time? Yes. Now, what I like about lifehack.org is they also give you helpful tips so that you can make positive changes in your life. They tell you about how you can help out in your community, how you can hang out with more positive people, different things that you can do to change your perception of reality, which your reality is miserable as fuck. Now, they ain't say it like that, but I want to be relatable. And I want y'all to know what it meant to me, what I read. You understand what I'm saying? And this is really great, really, really great um, thing. And you know, another thing, mental health is real. Miserable people, their mental health is disrupted because they're miserable. There were people who were miserable and they committed suicide because they felt like they couldn't do it anymore, that they didn't want to be here anymore, that they weren't worth anything. So if you know somebody that committed suicide, it's ways to get help. If you're listening to this podcast, it's in the link in the description for in the description. There's a website and a phone number on ways you can get help to talk to somebody about suicide prevention and your mental health facts. But if you feel like ain't nothing wrong with your mental health and you just a hater, you just over here, you mad at yourself because of the shit you choose to put yourself through. Don't think that suicide is the way to go. First and foremost, get in touch with yourself. I'm going to tell you because I'm real and I love you. No, I never met you, might never seen you. You're special, you're beautiful, you're a wonderful person. You cannot let the adversities of the world get you down. And don't think that you can put yourself out of misery because there's always another way, there's always another option. Don't live in your misery. Misery loves company because misery is a word. Let's break that down. It's a word, right? It loves company because there's nothing else associated with it. But pain, distress, all nothing happy is associated with misery. All the light from misery is gone. Be the light. Be the light, okay? Be the light, baby. You got this. www.lifehack.org Read those articles. Get in tune with yourself. It's your girl, Nene No Leaks. I ain't got no crazy closing. Closing, I'm sorry, because I'm being real. Check the links in the description box so that you can get help if you need it. And for all you miserable motherfuckers, miserable for no reason, fuck you.
girl, Nene Nolis, and I'm out of here. Love y'all. Peace. What you just heard was me, Nene. Yes, that's right. It's me. Guess who? It's Hey, Nene with no leaks. Listen, if you like what you heard, you want to hear more, make sure you just follow me. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it right now. And it better be on all of them because that's what I paid for. So anyway, toodles, you guys.